Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And I think this podcast is going to scratch quite a few itches here. This is about surgery feet. Is that surger right? Surgery feet. So we can really be called zig and zag on this one. Well, or like upper and lower. <laughs> upper and lo- upper looper. Lower, looper. I'm a looper. You're a looper. I'm, I'm a little loopy. Are you upper? I'm a loopy. I'm loopy. Are you the I upper definitely. Lower? I'm yeah. upper loopy. Of of course. Uh, Amy, uh, Amy V has been wanting us to talk about surgery feet forever. We owe we owe you some videos, Amy. She's like, show this foot, show that foot, and I'm like, yeah, we will. Uh, but we'll we'll be we'll be able to do more of that uh, in the future as we are are kind of honing our business model, right, Mom? Becoming, oh, absolutely. Becoming an efficient. We're like honing all the time. We're becoming an efficient sewing media machine. You know, every time I hear the word hone, I think it should be said like hone. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. I can see yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. So. It's almost like an onomatopoeia. Hone. Yes. Go I, ahead. I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, there was a word the other day that I was thinking. Oh, crap. Are you getting off track? I totally. I was like, this isn't an onomatopoeia, but, but sometimes it could people be. think it. Or right. that, and I'm sure that's how language develops, right? Okay. Moving on. Uh, Serger feet. Today, we're going to talk about some kind of little, what do I want to call it? Explosion <laughs> in the group. Yeah, that like, okay, this is sometimes really odd for Mallory and I because we know something and it's like you know your own name. Like, you don't think about it. Like, it's something yeah. you know. It's like, you know, you had to learn to walk, but once you learned to walk, you didn't have to think, put one foot in front of the other. So this came up in the Self-Sewn Wardrobe Facebook page, and everybody's like, oh, you've changed my life. And we, I kind of felt bad that we had neglected this area. Well, we hadn't neglected it. I'd done a live video on oh, well, it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so you know, so oh, whatever. I kept resharing the live okay. video. Okay, yeah, so, that's the other thing. We forget there's new people. Yeah, yeah. So we say we think if we've said it once, the whole world should know it, right? Well, and that's why we're gonna come out with ebooks, right, Mom? Right. Okay, you moving on. Uh, hey, ebooks. Okay, so Biz, and that's what I'm gonna say. Your name is. I'm not sure if that's a nickname or whatever. Yeah. But she brought this up and she said. Uh, actually, what she did was she tagged us and she said, I'm putting all these layers together. Right. A pleated skirt onto a bodice that has elastic sewn into That's it. Right. And should I use a three thread narrow or a four thread? <gasps> and guess what ZD said? Oh, what did ZD say? ZD said four thread. You, there's a time and a place for there it, everybody. There you go. Okay. 
so then she said, I'm going to get out my elastic foot. And I said, oh, Biz, you probably don't need your elastic foot right. to insert this elastic into this seam. Because she basically was putting this elastic in as a stabilizer. That's correct. I said, it's possible that your default serger foot could have what's called a tape guide. And she was like, what? And I was like, well, I'll tag you in this video. Okay, go back to the video. Yeah. It's from the month of making underwear. And I am just gigantic and pregnant. <laughs> and I had, I didn't actually like rewatch the video, but I can only imagine that I'm like, there's a tape gun in your surgery foot. You know, and I, I remember. Maybe you were distracting and it didn't sink in what this was. I remember, yeah, right. I remember going up to the camera and showing off this foot. To, which is like the normal serger foot on your on many sergers. Okay? It's, it's the foot that comes on your serger. And this isn't true for every single serger. But an awful lot of them. Yes. So you know that we are baby I walk would, I would people. say especially the more modern serger. Yeah. Like where you won't see this is on the one made in 1975. Well, I will say um, uh, that when... When we when I brought this up in this video, that someone was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go check my surgery for it." People are like, "I'm running downstairs right now to look at my foot. Is it is there in there? Do I have one?" uh, Fred's comment was like, "My temperamental old stupid (laughs) surgery does have one, you know." And so she's like, "That's great," but like Fred hates her surgery, you know. So anyway, just so you know, we've been accused, and we totally know that we are elitist, but this. Well, only, only when it comes to surgers, not at least in any other way whatsoever. This feature is on a lot of, on on a lot of. Well, like I said, I think I think, you know, as the serger market developed, it's become more common. Okay, so let's yes. tell people what the hell we're talking about. Okay, <laughs> so- all it is, all this is, is a little slot. Yes, in the front of your presser foot. Yep. So the serger has a presser foot. That has a toe that kind of flips up. Right. This sort of allows... Why does the toe flip up, Mallory? Do you know? I believe I know. This is what I was about to say. You could tell me if I'm wrong, I guess. What it does when that toe flips up is it exposes the first few teeth of the feed dogs on the serger so that you can just... Man, mom's glowing with pride right now. I wish I had taken a picture. I think I'm right. Okay. And I'm thinking she's right, but like if she's wrong, I'm going to be so let down. It exposes the first few teeth of the feed dogs so that you can just slide your fabric under there and begin sewing without having to raise the presser foot and then lower it onto your fabric and start sewing. Right, because okay. commonly the one of the differences between your serger and your sewing machine is you do not lift your presser foot to start sewing. You feed the fabric in with the presser foot down. And, and if, you're right. The feed dogs the, they, those, get it. They, they get to grip it. Yeah, yeah, they get they get a little exposed to grip that fabric. Okay, so then there's this little slot there and what you can do and So it's, it's horizontal. It's a horizontal slot. Yep. And it depends on the width of your foot. On the four-thread sergers for the baby lock, it's smaller because the foot's narrower. On the eight-thread sergers for the baby lock, it's there's huge. Actually, well, <laughs> yeah. there's a big one, and, right. and like think like on the ovation, there's actually three different right. tape guys. Right, you can buy different. Okay, ones. no, 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 no. All on that same foot. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, all on that same. Oh yeah, foot. I know what you're talking about. Yes, there are these slots, and so what you do is you take the elastic or the ribbon or the whatever you're putting in there, and you from the top of the foot, 
thread the tape through, and then it goes underneath the That's foot. Right. So it's actually being inserted towards you initially. It's a little... And then you flip it back through and under the foot. So that, it sounds a little weird, I know, but so if you're sitting at your machine, you don't just thread it right through from the side you're on. You want to put it from the backside towards you and then curl it through under the foot. So it's supposed to go under the foot. Right. Okay, so if you remember that, like hopefully mm -hmm. that'll get you to the right place. Right. It's not supposed to go over the no, foot, no, right? No. And what this does is it guides we call it a tape guide because it can be used for lots of different things. Okay, it but, actually goes over the front of the foot, though. I know. Yeah, but, but not no, the whole it, hold foot. on. Wait, d yeah. don't say that. Okay. I think that's confusing. Okay. Or maybe the way I said it was confusing. No, I don't know. We're, we're just confusing you guys. Sorry. It gets fed underneath the foot, right. and then it needs to get caught. The needles need to stitch through it. That's right. Okay? It doesn't necessarily have to get fed all the way over to the cut edge of the fabric. Well, in fact, that's why it's there. Exactly. It's there so you don't cut your elastic or your tape or your cord or whatever you may be feeding through there. It keeps it just away from the blade. That's right. So we don't want to cut that kind of thing. It would compromise the integrity. Right. You compromise um, the integrity of your... Elastic, and if you're doing something maybe decorative or trying to stabilize with, say, a piece of ribbon or some grow grain or tape or yeah. whatever, you don't want to chop into the side of that. You're trying to keep it um, intact. Yeah. So, you know, this is not like a big sewing industry money maker because <laughs> it just comes on the machine, <laughs> and and it 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 helps so much it, it's apparently it changed people's lives yes, the other day because what what do we do with the serger uh when when do we use this tape guide we use it to thread elastic through right or to thread like a woven ribbon through yeah i think of it you know that's how i stabilize the shoulder on on a t-shirt that's what seams. i do yep when people talk about like making a knit dress Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think beginners don't understand how heavy knits can get. That's right. Well, especially if they're doing those circle skirts. Yeah. Because that's a lot of fabric. Or a pleated skirt like right. Biz was right. doing. Okay. So we got those pleats in there. We got that circle skirt, whatever. The elastic, it doesn't necessarily like gather something up. It doesn't necessarily. Need uh, to stretch. Yes. It, we don't always stretch the elastic as we put it through. But what it does do is it can help to give the knit fabric a little more oomph to hold yeah. all that stuff So it's up. it's basically a stabilizer, yep. but it stretches with your garment. So that tape guide on that foot, and then someone someone had commented like on her post, they're like, my manual says it's for different tapes. Well, it elastic is. Is, is a tape, yeah, you right. know. Now keep in mind... This quarter, like the kind of elastic that can go through these tape guides, mm -hmm. is very thin. It's thin. Right. Okay. This is not a big hunky piece like a one inch elastic. This is your three eighths or your quarter or whatever. Yes. So don't, like when we teach leggings class, right. and we have you incorporate the one inch elastic into the waistband, we don't use the tape guide. That's right. Uh, some people have been doing the power mesh waistband, and they've been incorporating the quarter inch into their seam. Uh -huh. That's not actually right. how we recommend to do it, but hey, you know, right. that's Noah. Right. Noah's been doing that. Uh, Noah has been using his tape guide okay. instead of uh, doing it after the fact. Right. That's a place where you could do that. Okay. So yeah, just know that that exists and I use it just all the time. This works if you're using elastic that has not been sewn in the round. Okay. Correct. You, you can't. Right. 
It's got to be cut because you have to right. be able to thread it through. Now, you can measure yes. and, and, and mark mm-hmm. and know, you know how you want this placed. And if you need to stretch it a little bit to fit or whatever, you can make the marks on the elastic and on the garment so that you, you can you know, guide yourself through that. And then I just overlap it a little bit. I overlap right? it a little bit. That's exactly what I do when I get to the end. Uh, sometimes if you've been making a certain pattern or you're a very practiced sewist, you don't have to measure. That's right. You don't even have to cut elastic off of your big old spool that you ordered. That's right. Maybe you ordered a 75-yard spool of quarter inch. Some people do that. Yeah, some people do that. You just leave it on there. I think jumping back to what you said about the the one um, person that posted that her – her owner's manual said it's a tape guide. Yeah. I What I want people to open their minds up to are we have all these feet for our surgers. And some are specialty feet, and we have specialty feet for our sewing machines that sometimes they can be used for something else. That's right. And just don't limit yourself just because it says tape. That you're just, you know, you've got in your head it has to be a specific tape and a certain kind. Again, test, play, have fun. Oh, I just figured out I had this slot in my surgery foot. What else can I do with it? Okay, and then I just, real quick, before we move on to our message break and then another surgery foot used for a different thing than it's named. Yes. I want to say, this slot is different from the slot on your foot where your needles go down. Absolutely. And... This is on the very toe of your foot. Yes. And then I had a few people during the live broadcast ask me, oh, well, my sewing machine foot has like a a wider slot. Is that what this is for? And I said, no, that's where your needle goes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, ooh, ooh. Yes, yes. Or and where the thread passes through or something. Right. Yes. And so, so it's not the same thing. And if you tried like let's say you just like look at your normal zigzag foot in your sewing machine and you tried to feed something in above that it would flag your up needles with the needle. gonna be in the way yes, right yes it would right. it would not that's... this is in front of your needle yeah yep. you know before the all all the layers pass through the feed dogs and so the needle go check out your surger go check out that video we'll try to make another video i just had this vision of everybody like running you know upstairs through their sewing room and downstairs through their sewing room and getting a thrill out of no, this people the other were night. super excited yeah, yeah and i use it a ton for underwear oh yeah yeah swimming suits was big and leotards well and what yeah. i was making i was using this plush elastic actually and it fit through the tape guide uh-huh. it had a pico right. edge yes and the yes. pico edge just kind of folded up and right I was like, oh, just kind of goes out of the way yeah it was like this is nice okay so let's let's uh break for our message break hey everybody it's mallory here in your message break and i just want to make an announcement or a disclaimer or whatever we're supposed to call it that we are going to start using affiliate links as uh, a way to get support for the podcast and for our website and everything like that. Uh, Mom, do you know what an affiliate link is? <laughs> okay, she's affiliating me with something and I have no idea what this is about. Yeah, I totally like used, you know, Thanks. Our, our tax ID number to, yeah. you know, da, da. so what an affiliate link is. I'm going to wind up like in jail and not know what I'm being charged with. Is yeah, that prob- right? probably. Okay. Uh, no, because we're disclaiming it right now. Oh, so okay. <laughs> affiliate links. I'll just need a lawyer. I yes. won't go to jail. Yes, okay. yes. And we'll make money from the affiliate links to pay for the lawyer. <laughs> So ZD's going to need to keep her butt out of jail. No, we're doing it all right. Okay, so here's the deal. Affiliate links are links that we post uh, 
that maybe to Amazon or or to other products or on other platforms. And when you click through and you buy things on Amazon or or you subscribe to something, you know, that we're an affiliate for, we get a kickback. Okay. Oh, we make money? Yeah, we make a little bit of money. And what's really cool about the Amazon thing is uh, you know, you make we make the kickback on on everything you buy. <laughs> so, uh So if they buy a refrigerator, I can make I can make money on it. That is correct. Hey everybody, buy a refrigerator. No, we're not. Okay, so th- that's something we're not supposed to do, right? Oh, we're not supposed to, I, that's, so now I am going to wind up in yes, jail. So the terms of service, though, I just want to let you all know is that we have to disclaim like, "Hey, we're an affiliate for the this or this, you know, when we share this tracing paper from Amazon that has free shipping, this is an affiliate link. You need to know that I am not just innocently recommending this uh, and we will get a kickback on that. So you're going to see some of those in the group. It's never going to be uh, crap that we don't I was going to say, like. even though we could endorse crap... We won't. We're not going. We're actually going to maintain our ethics. <laughs> yes. Okay. And we're going to find you things at places that ship fast. Uh, we're going to recommend products that we really enjoy using. If you've ever ordered something from us, you may have noticed that Mallory's not the most organized uh, shipper and packer. So we are going to play to our strengths and really focus on creating the podcasts, the videos, the online classes, and allow other businesses that are really good at shipping things <laughs> to ship things to you. So just be aware that we will be using those affiliate links. Uh, there are lots of ways to let you know. I can just say this is an affiliate link or sometimes people use hashtags and I've been getting really creative and using and it's been a lot of fun already in the group. So uh, just heads up, we're going to be doing that. And if you click on an affiliate link, know that if you purchase something, you'll be supporting SoHere.com. And we so appreciate it. Good idea, Mal. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Right, the next foot that we're going to, uh, whose praises we're going to sing, is the elastic foot. Yep. But for, the, for your surgery. For your surgery. And that's not my favorite use. So as we spoke before the break, sometimes something can be named something or be suggested for something, and you like something else about it better. And what did we just say that we were using our normal, just everyday surgery foot for? Elastic, elastic insertion. Right. And what are we going to use our elastic for in this 
second half of this episode. Well, and not to say I don't use my elastic right, foot sure. to, to add elastic, but again, that also, like you said, takes a bit of a skill and experience because the elastic is not measured that goes through that. Yeah, so there's something that we use the elastic foot for that's not elastic, and what is it, Mom? I'm going to get out my fishing line, and what I'm going to do is put my fishing line through this little hole that is in my elastic foot, okay? And you'll know what it is because it's the only thing that's going to fit through it is fishing line. Yeah, it almost looks like a hole that's not functional. And right, like The only right. thing that fit through is like a pin or fishing right. line. It's not very big. It's close to your knife, is, you know, that side of the foot. Is that a baby lock thing or do a lot of elastic feet have this Ooh. hole? Ooh. I don't know that. I don't know because the only... Honestly, the only machine I've ever had specialty feet for had been, been the baby locks. Oh, no. I remember selling a FOF that had those. Okay. Yeah. It must be more than one machine. Now, that FOF was of genre in the 1990s. So they must be out there. Yeah. So check your elastic foot. Okay. Right. For or a foot that's made for fishing line, maybe, or for a small cording. So you can fit super, you know, something as thin as fishing line right through this hole and where it guides it is right to the right of your right needle <laughs> yes yes and <laughs> just to the left of, of your, your blade. blade that's correct and then you choose a rolled edge that's right a, a narrow rolled edge not a rolled hem a rolled edge where that fabric wraps around and kind right. of creates a tunnel. Right. And when this is all placed correctly, and I know it can, it, that, it sounds a little precise the way we're talking about it. Right. Like it's between your it needle just, and But your it blade. just feeds like crazy. Yeah. That was great. Once it gets started and it's in that hole mm -hmm. and everything, it's fine. The fishing line gets wrapped up in that rolled edge. So it's encased in that thread mm -hmm. and in that edge. And what the fishing line does when you use the correct part of the fabric is it creates this beautiful fluttery hem. It, it's, it's yes, it's what would we call a coil almost? I mean, we call it a fishing line. Well, yeah, we call it a fishing line <laughs> hem. And here's the deal. In the 80s, everybody's wedding veil had this hem on it. Well, shooting like their sleeves. Everybody's this. Yeah, it was on a lot of the dresses, now, too. Okay. Prom dresses, that was how they hemmed them, you Do know. Do you have to put this kind of like on the bias yes it has to be on a stretch so it can be on a knit okay or it has to be on it will not curl like that if it's on the straighter grain okay okay the wonderful example we have of this that we kept in the shop we kept we always kept it hanging up right. we always kept it on a dress form or something or close by which we can use um as the featured image for this podcast is my brown ballroom dress that's correct so this was a straight silk formal gown yes that we added we <laughs> <laughs> you added go days into that's i did so you made sure to cut those on the bias so that the bias would be at the hem too well I guess. they they were not on the true bias okay? okay they weren't on the bias they were on the straight because the hem was curved oh the hem was curved i didn't realize so that. if the okay. hem is a circle yeah Correct. You get enough. You're right. So this works on a circle skirt. Okay. And it doesn't have to be the true bias. It just has to be a bias. Man. Well, how about that? Yeah, how about that? Bianca. Okay. <laughs> uh, so so this this does not have to be on the true bias, but it has to be on kind of like an... can't be on just the straight You need grain. to be able to stretch it 
so that it can do that curl. So you now just... on on tool, yeah, tool stretches, right? So it doesn't have to be on any bias it's such in an particular. Open weave. Right, tool is just stretchy, awful. You know, it can right. get out of hand even. So like on tool, you have no problem at all. Something like that. So there are, I mean, how many layers are in that skirt? Three, I think, honestly, I think it's only three. Oh, okay. Because I remember it's three different colors of silk. Yes, and you went and uh, just hemmed that all with the fishing line. That's right. And did you, you, you go around with the fishing line, mm-hmm. and you don't cut it immediately. Well, you can cut it, but if you cut the fishing line, uh-huh. you want to leave it like a foot or two feet extra. Right. Because then what you do is you go back with the fabric, and you start stretching the fabric over that line, and it will get, like, curlier. Curly, curly, curly. Right, right, That's what right, this hem right. looks like. Real right, curly. Right. And it's great when there's more than one layer. Right. And actually, I mean, just this is incidental uh, in this particular podcast, but what I did on that, because I could not match the fabric, you know, you had the silk dress that we're... Yeah, it was, like, dark brown. Right, and we, we actually got the dress in... Um, a resale shop, so obviously I couldn't like just match the fabric. I used three different layers of silk chiffon, and they were all a different color brown. Okay, I think one thing you're remembering wrong. I don't think that the Godets are silk. I think they're poly chiffon. Are they? Yes. Oh, because I guess I, I remember have to look you at being it. like, I remember you oh. being like, oh, let's try and get some silk, and then you're like, this doesn't have to be silk. Oh, we're gonna put good... we're gonna put you know poly chiffon, and it's three different colors of brown right. that are different. From the brown right, of the dress. Right. And then what I did is I put three different hems. When I say this, I they all have the um, fishing line hem, but I use different threads. So one is a sparkly this with a, you know, a dark brown. And the, so I mixed the, so each, each hem is like, you know, what should I say? Um, it, they're different, but it's subtle. And we also got to incorporate the chiffon into the floats of the dress. So if you've ever seen like Dancing with the Stars or or anything like that, and the women have uh, the chiffon attached to their wrists, so the fabric's like attached at the back of the dress or the and back the, of the yes. neck or something like that, and then the fabric floats out to the wrist. Yes, so that was incorporated there too. So what this did is it made this straight ballroom or straight gown. Right. Uh, you know, I could use it for a ballroom, for right. foxtrot. And, and, I, and for you know, the question like might be, why did I not make the entire gown? We happen to be in this resale shop. I see this silk beaded gown with lattice work for 12. It's lattice work all around, you know, the top, the... Um, what do I want to say? Like the decollete in the back. Uh-huh. And, okay. It, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous gown, but it's it's a straight skirt. You no, know, it just has a little slit so you could walk in it only. It was twelve dollars. Well, I think it was thirty and then it was like, you know, sixty yeah, yeah. percent off or right. yeah, it, it was, was so we cool. paid twelve dollars. And it was funny because I handed it to Mallory and I said, Here, try this on. If it fits, I think we can use it, you know, for your smooth dress. And then I said, it doesn't even have to fit. We'll make it fit because the work was, and I think all I did to alter that dress, the top of that dress, is I took a little bit of a tuck in one of the shoulders at the lattice work yeah. to make it fit you perfectly. So you added some extra beads, and the godets I did are not more beads. symmetrical. They're higher on one side than the other. Yes, it comes from like up high on one hip to down lower on the ground. 
or you know towards the ground yeah <laughs> and the baby grunts are uh, courtesy of baby jerome just that's right anybody's wondering all right well so j- that's our little recap of normal foot used for elastic elastic foot and used what for we really use the elastic foot yes, for right yes. and uh you uh, you know hopefully we can make some videos on this soon but just bend your mind a little bit when you're thinking about feet right you never know and like i said play with those things when when you you know discover them or see them play with them for a while it's especially something to do at like late at night you don't have really a project going and you just want to fiddle with your machine or something play with stuff absolutely um and you know look up other people who have done weird things with their feet because uh i don't know if we've talked about the pin tuck and foot be yet, careful how you google it very yes because <laughs> you can get like foot fetish and stuff like that so be just just know or to just, to say sewing feet or, or just enjoy yeah. your foot fetish search <laughs> results right. whatever you want to do okay well thank you so much for listening you can find us on instagram zd sewing studio Jerome wants his own Instagram. You can also find Mallory nursing a baby while she's trying to uh, podcast. do a podcast. That's right. Uh, we post those in the exclusive Patreon group. <laughs> That's those correct. Photos. Okay. Uh, and, you know, what did I say? We're on Instagram. You can email me at Mallory at SoHere.com. Take it away, Mom. <laughs> so long and so happy, everybody. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh,